Hey, Dirty Tennis fans, it's Ashley. It's Dina. We've got a shorty for you today. We're talking live ball and 105. We're talking with Ed Shanafee from Vero Beaches Boulevard. Let's go, Ashley. Biggest challenge probably is is meshing the membership with the instructors, right? Oh, I think the court space between the two. Right. Up north, that's a massive issue. I mean, that's part of my negotiation right now with the club is, you know, how many courts can we take as instructors and push out open play? Right. right. The reality is people want both at the same time. Right. Here we're working on getting some more play on the schedule that's being discussed. It's a, it's a really big discussion here because everything closes at four. You all are already open in the evening. We are open till 10 p.m. Which is that's amazing. And you do juniors too, right? We do do juniors at yeah. Boulevard. Yeah, we have well, a great junior program. How many pros can you hire? How many Many, you know, they're already all up to their ears in clinics and lessons and not a lot of availability. But then you have to balance the member time playing on the court That's, and the juniors and the team. It's managing expectations. So when you hire someone, you have to say, this is what you're probably going to make. Now, if you push it, you might make this, but you're limited at this time of day or at this time of uh, week. It's really hard to balance it because if, if you go too hard, like you've got to know that the kids that are coming in and the young pros, they want to make money, you know, sure. not a big salary in this business. And every club is different. You've got to have court time for them and you've got to have, as you say, great programming. The programming is right. the secret. Okay. And I if, think so and, too. And if you have a really good pro, and here's, here's the thing, if you have a really good pro, you can have six to one on a court and you'll never know as a member it's not four to one, right? Right. Well, you've, you've been on my court. You, yeah. You're, you're running like a, a mad dog and there's no break. There's no break and you're mixing levels, which is great. Yep. And it's, it's fresh. We were discussing this this morning, Jules and I, that for me as a newer tennis player, games like Live Ball 105, these different games, especially Live Ball, which is about to reach cult status here at, at our club. But <laughs> it's, it's for me, I get over my fear of the net. That's how I've conquered being afraid to stand at the net is live ball. You don't have time to think and be afraid. You just move, hit it, you win or you lose, and you move again, and that's it. Yeah, live ball. I, I love it. We have, and this is, a, this is a major discussion topic for tennis, But and I think that's why pickleball is getting so popular, is tennis is a, a tough learning curve, mm-hmm. right? And pickleball's yes. faster. Padel's slightly faster Padel. than, yeah, than tennis. Our club up north in Massachusetts is bewildered by the numbers of people taking 105. Right. You know, we'll have four courts of, of live ball or 105. Wait, and, I'm sorry, what is 105? Yeah, what is 105? 105, uh, it's taken the elite clubs in New England and California by storm. So basically, you can have eight on the court. It's doubles, pro-fed. The winning team with the last point gets the feed. If you hit a winner, you get extra points. So if you hit a ground stroke winner, oh. you get five. Volley, you get 10. Oh, I Every, have played something like Overhead's that 20, lob winner's 20. Okay. Play that at the Boca Raton Resort. All the, yes. yeah, the Boca. I was going to say, Boca. Did you play Padel at Boca too? No. Padel. How is Boca fancier than Vero? Because it's it's Boca. It's just different. Just say the words Boca. (laughs) Right? So much nicer up here. It's not so crowded. Oh, it's beautiful here. You sound like Seinfeld. Remember that episode? Boca Grand. (laughs) I never saw Seinfeld. the exact pronunciation of the last part of that. Oh, yeah. Well, it's the the, the attorney. He's in Pretty Woman. I can't remember his name right now, but he's great. Oh, yeah. Oh, George. Oh, George. Yeah. George Costanza. George Costanza. Boca Grand. Oh, my gosh. That cracks me up. Remember those days? Yes, yes. So, anyhow, so the club up there is bewildered because doubles is secondary to live ball now. There's more live ball play, and that's part of my negotiation right now. The board is thinking, you know, is that the long-term solution at the club? And we're talking about it. It's a great discussion to have. But, like, I called you for Thanksgiving morning. Thanksgiving morning, we had 49, 50 people play live ball. Isn't that amazing? We called the turkey shootout. It was all live ball. I love it. At the boulevard? The boulevard. At the boulevard. We had seven courts going. I would have been crazy for that if it had worked out. I would have been out of my mind. You were doing the turkey trot. (laughs) That was my obligation. We had discussed it on the show. Great idea, though. Yeah, isn't that fun? Thanksgiving 
morning. What a great yeah, idea. Yeah, I started and, it when I was at Quail Valley. I started doing Thanksgiving morning, New Year's morning, those Easter mornings, because no one's doing anything those days. It is interesting finding ways that families can connect at the holidays, too, in ways that aren't, you can have such different levels. And if you want to find a family sport, you can do that with live ball right. Right. or 105, because if your kids are better or not as good as you are, you can still, everybody can get on the court. You can have some fun. You're just it. more active. It's constant play. And there's it's no fun. walking to get balls. There's no, there's no serves, right? right? Nobody cries when they lose the point. I mean, right. you lose the point, you get back in line, you're like, I'm going to get it next time. And you still feel good. It's the weirdest. Mm. It's the best drug in tennis. So you think that's going to surpass team play? I don't think it'll surpass team play. Uh, women's teams are always going to be uh, part of the club, but I think it's going to pass, surpass in time and maybe the next five years, open doubles play. Like if someone comes and, you know, because like I want to play double, Yeah, like a round robin or even like games. Like people, the, the whole ethos, and I'm sure you see this in the gym and in fitness too. It's like they want their hour and a half and then they want out and they want to have a workout in that hour and a half. Right, and whether it's right. tennis or pickleball or padel, they want an hour and a half. They don't want to be walking around 45 minutes picking up balls at the fence and then serving. Right, right. So they, they have an hour and a half in their day. They want to be running around. They want, and here's the other thing. They don't want to take the time to set up a game. It's already set up for them. They just have to show up. Here's the other thing is if you do live ball with a pro and like you have a set court, you always get that court yeah. just because the club's got to make well, out, allow the pro to make money, right? You're going right. to get more people on one court. Doubles is four, period, paragraph, return. That's right. right. You, get so eight. you could get eight you know, here. They'll you know, put 13 on a live ball court. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah, we that's had impressive. Day. The best thing I thought about live ball was you're meeting people. You're connecting with people. Not only are you maybe getting a workout, which is check, check, but I think when you walk away from an experience and you feel connected to another human being and you learn their name and you talk to each other in line, it, you just walk away with a better experience overall, more joyful I agree. experience. Yeah, I agree with that. It, yeah. I'll tell you what, it's great for new members because it's a way that they don't have to get into a click of a game. They just show up for live ball. Right. How about your pros? Do they enjoy live ball as well? Some do. I had one two years ago. He's now at uh, Agawam Hunt Club in Providence. He's a director. He's a live ball freak. Act- I mean, he packed the place on Saturday mornings. He would have three, four courts going. Then we did advanced live ball because live ball can be like a 105. I'm, I'm going to 105. He loved right. 105. It can be a little dangerous if you've got a really good player, yeah. someone right. that can really hit the ball. And so what he did was then he said, okay, let's just do advanced. So the, the ball was like, there was four pros and four members. It was crazy. Wow. Nice. Really fun. The biggest tournament, there's a tournament down in uh, on Long Island. Um, one of my presidents at, at Princeton goes and they have a Pro-Am 105 and it's the biggest event of the year. Wow. What a great idea. Thanks for joining us today on Dirty Tennis, Clean Living, the podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Dirty Tennis Podcast and on X, formerly Twitter, at Dirty Tennis Show. Subscribe, participate in polls, reach out to us on social media with your favorite Dirty Tennis topics. Your input matters. We want to hear from you. Until next time, keep your tennis dirty and your living clean. Well, maybe not too clean.